Wow, I cannot even believe that we can do our own podcast. I know. It's one it of the coolest things we've ever done. literally so much fun. And the only way that we're able to do that is with Anchor.com. You're right. If you haven't heard about Anchor, listener, let me explain it to you. It is the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, you ready for this? I'm ready. It's free. Free. Completely free. Second of all, there are tools in Anchor in the app and on the website to help you record and edit your podcast. It will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, so many more different services. It'll do it for you. For free. Don't have let to me, lift a finger. Don't have to lift a finger. Let me remind you. Just to click the button. The price is what? It's free. Okay. Also, not only is it free, but you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I can't think of a better deal. I literally cannot. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Well, there you have it. One single place. Listen to this. If you are interested in making a podcast, download the free Anchor app. It's free. It's free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You guys got to go. You got to check it out. You got to check this thing out. Anyways, let's go ahead and get to the video game talk. What do you say? Let's do it. Thank you, Anchor. Bye. Bye. Welcome to this week's episode of the Date Bit Podcast, episode 11. I'm one of your hosts, Jimmy Jackson. And I'm Kaylee Jackson. And we have a special guest this week. We have our good friend, Luke Spencer. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for man. having me. Yeah. Your lovely home, your lovely studio here in the home. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Also, Luke is a great guest because he brought snacks. So Yeah, so if you hear crunching, it's Kaylee <laughs> it's me eating, eating Doritos. Doritos. Great, great podcasting. Yeah. It is. It really is. <laughs> it's real. Yes. It's authentic. It is. In the beginning, you're not going to be someone who you're not. Exactly. <laughs> um, so this week's episode, we have a couple topics, and one of them is not necessarily gaming related, but... It's another one of our nerd things. It is. And it's something that Luke and I have been trying to talk about for a few weeks now. Yeah. And I can't find any time to do it. So we said, hey, let's make an episode yeah, of a podcast. Think this doesn't come up supernaturally. I know. Weird. <laughs> the, other, the other context of life. Exactly. Right. Um, well, surprisingly, for uh, for me, it, it usually does. <laughs> in, that's true. In everyday talk. Is, that's true. And that's wrestling. <laughs> and so, a little bit of context. Um, Luke and I met like a little less than a year ago wow. and then after we met we didn't really see each other <laughs> for like months like um, probably 10 months like 10 months the Which spark was so strong it was so strong <laughs> that we were to dissipate <laughs> we were pulled back together and then one of the things that uh you told me luke you were like man you like wrestling that's cool i've, I've it's kind of always been around me but i've never like taken the dive yeah, got questions yeah and so I gave you um, a little a, a little bit of homework, a quest. so to say, a quest. Yeah, and uh, I had you watch a show called Dark Side of the Ring, which is a documentary series about wrestling. Which, if you've never watched wrestling, Dark Side, I, like sometimes I'm questioning why we made him start there. 
or while we, I, why we advise him well, to start there because that's some dark territory. It's a uh, it's it was as it, cheesy presentation as the name is. I will say yes. <laughs> well, let me let me put it this way: it's probably the best made wrestling documentary yeah. series. Yeah. Um, there's like some movies, but like in all actuality, I didn't want to start you with something that's depressing. <laughs> like mm. too depressing. I know dark I know like the Montreal screw Screwdrop can kind of be depressing, but like I could have started you with like some horrific story about a family who like mm. all dies. Yeah, that's true. You know? So I have that which, to look forward to then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um but I don't know. I was like it was either that or I mean I could have started you just by watching some like wrestling matches, I guess. Sure. But, but yeah, I asked what would you recommend as like a first thing yeah. to sort of help me start to understand uh, the, the gist. Right. Yes. Of... And I th- I think the coolest part about the Montreal Screwdrop is it's one of the big things that like launched wrestling into sort of the new quote unquote new era that that took place in the late 90s that you could mm. kind of say has gone on which is it's kind of more um like there's less of a of kayfabe, right? Which kayfabe mm-hmm. is like the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Like this is breaking that fourth wall, and now everyone knows that wrestling's fake, even though people knew all the way back to like the twenties. Mm-hmm. So it's that type of thing. And so you watch this documentary, which yeah. and the other thing was I didn't want to be like, here, watch this like pay per view that's like four hours long, because then you'd have just been yeah. like, this yeah. is, I'm out. Honestly, I can't yeah. do this. Um, so it's like, hey, this is a good forty minutes. <laughs> It'll give you like some context for a big event that happened in wrestling, and. um and then we can discuss, mm-hmm. as you as you said, you had questions. Yeah. You, you sent me a screenshot of like a <laughs> bunch of questions, which I love. Yeah. Um, and so I'm gonna break down the Montreal screw job just a little bit, and then we can kind of go into questions. Okay. Also, I feel like we should probably just talk about a brief overview of some main points of wrestling. Yes, I was gonna request okay. that. Okay. Let's that do that. Helpful. Let's do that. Because so, uh, go ahead. I, I I was just gonna say like I did ask you that day about oh you're into that. That's cool. You know, I've never had someone or known a friend that, uh, you know, is a fan of pro wrestling and like understands it. Yeah. Because like from the outside again, like seeing the the T-shirts and the everything around, like you, you think it's one thing. And then I know, that you know, these people are out there. But like, again, I the folks in my circle are always like, God, rest, that's not real. Like, why would you even watch it's that? Right. Why would you even? Yeah. Right. I'm like, OK, sure. But there's something to it, because even though people like I know that, you know, know that but like like what's going on anyways right. i just wanted to yes. to know and um well again yeah. as, as a fan of like some video game podcasts myself i'd i would hear other you know fans of other things mention that and like get into yeah, it yeah. so i uh, i did go down somewhat of a rabbit hole of trying to educate myself on like the gist of it yeah and one of the best ways i heard it explained to me was it's kind of like the muppet show <laughs> in that it's a show within a show it totally okay. is. like that there is um yes things are are predetermined you know these yeah. these performers you know are that like that is very much you know while it is predetermined they are still like just look at their bodies for gosh sake <laughs> right like, yeah like, what right. they're able to do with them like yeah. there's it's like this and i began to realize it seems like this cool mixture of like theater and um and like ufc or something sure it totally is it, and and so while i began to think okay i get that 
just all the other nuances and all the weird specifics of you know the presentation. There he uh, goes. Yep, Vinny's drinking water. We they, told they Luke it was to gonna happen. Six or seven minutes on the podcast, and we're <laughs> making it. That's, Vinny's making it happen. That's that's great. Yeah, uh, you, you could have planned that. That's, that's, that's great. Um, anyway, so while I get that bird's eye view of what's going on, mm-hmm. it's like okay, there's I can still tell there's like millennia of. Yes. traditions going on and fandoms and side stories and like it, it's pr- pretty honestly seems like unfriendly for like new people to get into it definitely yeah. unless you have a jimmy or a sherpa of some yeah. kind yeah well to so, sort of say like where to begin where to like how do you yeah and like, so that's the hard thing so i i have a friend uh landon, landon. who shout out to landon shout out. we shout <laughs> him out every podcast episode. yeah um he was like my like sherpa right he was the one who's like come child yeah. look wrestling <laughs> And showed me all of the greatness um, that is professional wrestling, and so there, there, it is unfriendly. I'll just say that right now. Like, and and the worst part, much like some video games, mm-hmm. the the worst part of wrestling is the fandom. One hundred percent. So like, interesting. Why so much of the fandom is so toxic and so like negative and so like, it's it's the thing of everybody thinks that they want one thing out of wrestling. And so they like, will fixate on that one thing, whatever that one thing, it could be like, Hey, I want things to go back like they were during like the attitude era, which is like the late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, like that just like probably wouldn't work nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. Or, Hey, I, w- I want things to go back to like the way they were in the seventies, but like, that's probably not the way it would ever mm-hmm. feasibly work. Right. Um, and so it's just sort of this weird, um, this weird fandom that's just sort of toxic in like in a strange way. And some some fans just don't really accept the fact that everybody likes wrestling in their own way. Yeah, or they should yeah. be able to. So that was something for me trying to get into it and still trying to kind of find my way in wrestling is like I don't know as much as Jimmy or a lot of other people. Although I still really enjoy it. So yeah. sometimes I get, I feel like a little bit intimidated or defeated because I might not be able to carry on a conversation with someone the way Jimmy would. But, and some fans will kind of like, quote unquote, attack that. But everyone should be, just like video games, and why I really love our podcast is like, just love it and enjoy it the way you love it and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. And that's kind of how we approach all of this. Totally. So, yeah. So it's sort of like the, I guess the best parallel is like the if if I'm wearing a Metallica T-shirt, and someone walks up and is like, "Do you even know like any of their albums?" You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's like one of those things. That's what it kind of feels like at times. Come on, guy. Yeah. It's like it's like. Does it first of all does it even matter? Like I can like I like one song. Cool. You can wear a T-shirt, whatever, or you can like nothing and still wear a Mm T-shirt. Um, that's kind of a tangent. Anyways, so like, you said. Like a major like breakdown of wrestling. What do, yeah. What should we? So, okay. So in wrestling, you have the good guy, which is the baby face. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Some of those. There's a lot of terms. So there's sure. a lot. So yeah. okay. So this all harkens back to like carny days, like back in like the late yeah. 1800s. That's where like professional wrestling started. Um, and then they quickly realized like, oh, we can make more money if we know who's gonna win. Mm. So and then they started conning people out of money. That's kind of how the pre-determined right. thing came around. So you have good guys, which, which are is the baby, face. baby face, 
bad guy is the heel. Yeah, I've heard that. So you have so, a heel and face, right? So and then like you the have bad guy. Okay. Then you have the term. <laughs> so I know, it's so, so and so, ridiculous, right? He turned heel, which means he was a baby face. I've heard you say that. In yeah, context, we say that about our friends. Of yes, all this, I'm all like, oh, the turn, like, turn heel. Dang it, he just turned heel. Like Benny's turning heel every time he. <laughs> so like the most, the most where the, somebody does something bad. Yeah. So yeah. like the most famous turn heel, like heel turn ever. You could argue, but one of the most famous is like Hulk Hogan, who I'm sure you know. Everyone knows Hulk, 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 Hulk Hogan. Yep. He was like the good old American good guy. He was like all the kids loved Hulkamania and all that stuff. And so he, these two guys, he left one company, went to another, and he was still like a good guy. And then these two guys were like beaten up on one of his friends. And so he ran out and everybody's like, oh, he's going to make the save. He's going to save his friend. And instead, he joined the guys and beat up his friend, and like oh, he turned heel, and that started a whole faction in that company. Um, but um, that's like a heel turn, right? So like, so so heel turning isn't something that happens like in a match by match basis. It's more like larger things. Yeah, so that's like yeah. a storyline, okay, type of consequence because, yeah. usually. Typically, wrestling is tri- primarily driven by storylines. Yes, and um. So some people, like, you've heard it as a Muppet show compared to a Muppet show. Some people are compared to, like, a soap opera. Yeah. Where there's mm-hmm. sp- where there's athletic Long-running relationships. Yeah. yeah. So it's, like, you look at, like, something like the, the TV show Raw, which is, like, the WWE, like, Monday Night TV show. Yeah. Monday Night Raw. That show has been running since 1993. Wow. And obviously there's been new characters, new wrestlers right. that have come and gone. And the idea is you want people to tune into your pay-per-view. Yeah. Right. So, like, hey, everyone buy the pay per view. Or now there's like a network that you subscribe to. You get all the pay per views. Yeah. It's another subscription service. Exactly. (laughs) Right. It's the whole thing. Um, So, you like they they call it like a build, right? So, like your 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 big fights. So going back to the street, like Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels that happened at Survivor Series, right? Um, Which was this Montreal screw job. That's like a big fight. Like you want you want to see these two people. These are like two big stars. You want to see them fight. Because b- b- before the the Montreal Screwjob match or these other there's also a I'm assuming a season long series of matches where they're a, fighting a, each other, fighting well, themselves or are the, all the matches before these big championships like assumed already happened. So so no, so like essentially yes. So there's no like season. It's year long. Okay. So it's like it's not like, you know, football where there's like here's our football season, here's right. our wrestling. It's like no. Every There's just matches every going on Monday all the night. Yeah. There's a 3-hour wrestling show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Every Monday night there's every Monday Raw. night. So wow. so so this is a little context. WWE, who's like the biggest company right now, they yep. do a 3-hour Monday night show. They do a 2-hour Wednesday night show and they do a 2-hour Friday night show. Is one of those SmackDown Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got it. There you go. I, well, cuz I've seen on video game shelves yes. for years yeah. Smackdown of Raw. I, I don't uh, is like NXT. NXT yes. is another. the Wednesday night That's show. That's their like developmental. Yes. Uh, like the the train wheels. Basically, like basically yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that one's kind of has a NXT definitely has a more like indie wrestling feel, yeah. which some people just kind of like that nitty gritty indie. Oh, yeah. So see, I'm not even cultured as... enough to like know the difference. Yet. It's for, well, it's the difference between the Foo Fighters and Radiohead, right? I guess Radiohead's not really indie, see, but I'm not even cultured enough. Fair enough. It's all appreciate that. So. Okay, so sorry, Jimmy. No, it's all good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so you have builds, right? So you would you would say like, okay, for like Bret Hart has the championship belt, 
This is like Montreal mm-hmm. screwjob. Bret Hart has a championship belt. Shawn Michaels wants the belt because that's the goal, right? You want to be the champion. Just yeah. like in UFC, what do you want to do? You want to beat the champion and get right. the belt. And so the idea is like, okay, we're going to build with our TV show. Every single week, there's going to be some sort of confrontation. Even if they don't fight, even if they don't wrestle, like Shawn Michaels is going to come out and cut a promo. So meaning he's going to come to the ring with a mic and like talk crap on like <laughs> trash talk, right? Like yeah. that type of thing. Um, and then you build and then you have the pay-per-view match. A lot of the times. Sometimes the pay-per-view, like, and then if that pay-per-view, like, if the, the storyline doesn't end there, it goes on to the next one, and they, there's nuance. But anyway, what were you going to say? You are going to? Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah. So so in that, like, the knowing of the builds. Okay. So, so you even knowing that that happened. Yes. Like, is that something that fans can only figure out later? Or is that, like, do you know beforehand what they're doing? I would say you you just kind of pick view. up on it. Yeah, like, okay. I think you pick up. So if you watch every Monday Night Raw leading up to Survivor Series '97, which was the screw job, then you get you get to see the storyline. So like you know gotcha. week week one is is I don't know exactly what happens, but like you know Bret Hart comes out and says he's got beef with Shawn Michaels over okay. something. Week two, Shawn Michaels comes out and he says, "Hold up, no, what you know, whatever." Yeah. Week three, you have, okay, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are, you know, it could be like a they're in a tag team match mm-hmm. on opposite sides, but they're never in the ring together. Mm-hmm. Like their partners are, maybe he comes, like Bret Hart will come in and wrestle, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. And so you are seeing the storyline because ultimately the way you sell tickets, like t- the way you sell tickets to anything is you, you give somebody something they want to see. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, I, I want to pay $80 to go to the arena. So that I can see this fight, because I know it's going to be a good fight. Because there's so much, there's another term, heat, right? So yeah. like the heel gets heat. So like basically, the police. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. The fuzz. Um, so like, okay, Shawn Michaels gets heat with Bret Hart because he makes this comment. I think it talks about that, that uh, episode. He says you've been having some real sunny days. Which means, oh yeah, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, so so there was a a, a female wrestler named Sonny, or a female in the company oh, named Sonny, right, right. and so he was insinuating that Bret Hart was having an affair yeah, with Sonny, yeah. Bret Hart's wife. In real life, calls him after and is like, "What is going on?" So like, that's like real life heat, right? So yeah. like, so like heat is just like like dr- drama's happening. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Drama, okay, okay. Like, <laughs> like, okay. also, so much of wrestling has to do with the crowd, and so like, and if you just sit down and watch like a Monday Night Raw or a pay per view. You can tell which wrestlers really have heat or which wrestlers are really big heels yeah. or faces, even if you didn't know anything about wrestling, just by watching how the crowd mm. reacts when those people come out. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a concept called working the crowd. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're working someone, you are trying to get them to buy buy what you're saying. What you're saying yeah. kind of thing. So Usually, when wrestlers are cutting promos, they're trying to work the crowd to get to dr- to yeah, reel them right. even more into the storyline. Or, or like, okay, this person is obviously a bad guy, right? Like he's yeah. a heel, and so his whole job is to have the crowd hate him. So like he's aware going into this, he's aware I'm going to do things that they see that I'm going to cheat. They want he wants the crowd to boo him. Like because, if he goes out yeah. there and they don't boo him, he's going to be like. Man, I really sucked that up. Like, yeah, like like he's not doing his job. So so that to him would be a wrestling fail. If they didn't as boo a, him, yeah. as and opposed he was a heel. to like not like, winning the fight. Right. Yeah, and so like 
like the whole idea it's all based on good versus evil right like good yeah. guy versus bad guy so it's like there has to be a bad guy and yeah. that bad guy needs to get booed otherwise no one's going to want to come see the good right. guy beat up the bad guy right, right, right so like effective heel work right effective bad guy work is like i want to see that dude get punched in the face by john cena because mm-hmm. john cena is a good guy because he stands for what's good and then this guy is a bad guy because he's being a jerk. Yeah. And so I want to see him get beat up. That's, that's it's so like, funny because I just when you say John Cena, I just think about the t-shirts in Walmart. Like, I know, right, no, totally. Exactly. I mean, that's like the, thing. the good guy. Because so he funny. is such a, a baby face. Yeah. Like everyone knows him, everyone mm. loves him. Um, and then I think a couple more like main terms would be. Yeah. If you have questions, please, I know this is a lot. Okay, no, this is it. this is super helpful. Yeah. So. Uh, Okay, I'm trying to think of a good example. Uh, the only one I can think of right now would be Seth Rollins. Seth Seth Rollins. That's his ma- uh, his ring name. His yes. work I'm gonna, name. I'm gonna just so I can see pictures of these. Oh names. yes, please do. No, I'm he's gonna... just basically he's one of the big guys that has long black oily hair. Yeah, that's a big. That's thing a big in wrestling. thing in wrestling <laughs> to have long black oily hair. Uh, so yes, that's Seth Rollins, and that is his like ring name. So then his shoot name. Is yes. Colby Colby Lopez. Lopez. Okay, ring name versus shoot name. So, so shoot. When you use the, the term shoot, that means like real life. So so his shoot okay. name is yeah Colby Lopez. So like okay, there's like work is you're like getting the crowd to buy into something. Yeah. A shoot is something in real life. So for instance, if I went into the ring and we were working together, like we're two wrestlers and we're working. Yeah. That means we're putting on a show. To make the audience think that you we're, talked about this already, yeah, we're beating each other up, right? Um, but that's not—we're not actually hurting each other because right. we respect each other. Right. Now, if I go in the ring and I actually twist your arm out of socket, that's shooting on you because you're like, dude, we're supposed to be working. Like it's a, yeah. Let's use video game terms. It's a co-op, right? Like you're cooperative yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the ring, putting together a story and a performance, like a theater, yeah, or something like you know, in in Hamlet or whatever. There's a good guy and there's a bad guy, yeah. and they fight. Um, it's the same concept. Or like if there's an injury, uh, sometimes we'll be watching it and we'll see someone do something yeah. and we'll be like, obviously they're injured. So what if it was an accident? Well, so that does happen. Yeah. And, and so that's the thing. Sometimes we'll be watching a match and like someone will jump off a ladder and, and then land <laughs> on the ground. Do. Yeah. <laughs> As it happens. And they'll get up and be limping and I'll ask Jimmy, do you think that's a shoot? Like, do you think oh, he's really hurt? So that's or is part of the playing? fun of it for the right. audience is trying is to decipher. Or working the yeah. crowd by acting like he's hurt? Because if, yeah. if someone, like, like, cut, like jumps off a ladder and, you know, goes through a table and they're, I mean, I, I know, right? It's ridiculous. It is so, it's so fun. <laughs> but, like, they're, quote, unquote, fine, right? Like they can, they can, <laughs> I'm not just going to get up fine. and, they can, and they just, They like... can get up and, and move. But, like, okay, so if you go to, like, punch me in the face. I have to sell like if I just stand there and like you don't actually hit my face. That's a no sell. Like I'm not selling your mm-hmm. yeah. your work, right? So I you punch me quote unquote in yeah. the face and I act like it hurts. Yeah. Because that way, like you don't it like does that. So then I jump off a ladder and through a table. I get up and I'm like limping around because my leg it. hurts. I'm selling it. I can walk fine. Yeah. But the concept is I'm I'm selling, right? Yeah. Like I want the audience to believe that that yeah. hurt me. Or uh-huh. that, um, you know, was way more intense than it actually right. was. Because most of the stuff's actually fairly controlled. Right. Yeah. And then I think the biggest one that we use, and we might say it around you sometimes, because sometimes we talk about, we say wrestling terms without knowing. Yeah. And we forget. Sometimes that. Not everybody knows that. That's okay. When, when so I, yeah. it's called 
being a mark. So a mark is someone who buys into yeah. the storyline. So uh, it's like really close to being a narc. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what do you say? That? Yes. Like, are you a narc? So narc? We call each other marks all the time. We're like, you freaking mark. Okay, so. It's like being a noob, like you don't want to be exactly. a mark. Like, okay. Yes, but that's like an insult that the wrestling the wrestlers would call like a oh, bunch of marks out there. They want my autograph. Like type of thing. Know. So it's just I don't know. It's just one of those weird terms. It is. Like, so somewhat derogatory then. Like it can be. they're not smart enough to pick up on what yeah. we're doing. Right. And then, and then of course oh. you have the term smart mark. So it's like <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a mark who like is buying all this stuff that he's reading on the internet and like thinks he's smarter than everybody else because he knows the behind the scenes. Wow. Like it's a very convoluted and complicated fan. So, it's an entire universe in and of yeah. itself. So so that's so that's a good transition to to a, a big question about the crowd that I have for yes. you. How I've, this is one I've wondered from the very beginning. Yeah. No, I How many people do you think, like, actually, like, are there totally unaware of the, like, show within a show, predetermination? I think and then how many are actually, you know, seeing the from yeah. the bird's eye view? I think there understand? are very few fans who see it, who, who are true marks who are in that marks. regard. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because so much of wrestling fandom now is that sort of bird's eye view like oh this happened right. backstage and, oh like people wouldn't get right. wrapped up in kayfabe yes so, right right, right and right. so and so i think there are so few i think the biggest group is children right like yeah no a lot of it is marketed toward, and, and, yeah, and as silly as it sounds kaylee and i have literally had conversations of like like Santa Claus, like when do we tell our children that wrestling is fake? Mm, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is funny, but it's true because it's like, yeah, let's use John Cena. You know, John Cena's T-shirts are in Walmart. It's yeah. like, when do you tell them that? Oh, he's not really like yeah. that good of a. I mean, he is a good person in real life, but like he's not really like the undefeated, saving the world. Like, saving sure, the world yeah, guy. yeah. Like, oh, like it's hard. Because... Never thought about like a wrestling family having to have right like, yeah, sit down and <laughs> discussions. Like, the whole thing. Oh man. Um. That's so interesting. Yeah. So I want to get. I think that's what makes the crowd so noisy at shows is because they are so wrapped up in the storyline and the fact that like everyone there knows that this is a work. Yeah. Yeah. You're being worked. You're being sold something. Everyone Uh knows. So that's why the reactions are as big as they are when things happen. Yeah. And like I told you, like, Luke, next time, whenever, you know, people can go to arenas again. Um, next time they come to town, I would love for you to join us. Oh, I would love to because it's it's so you get so wrapped up in it. That, of like that makes sense as to why it would still be so fun, even just like yes. getting into it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. because it's like they're still doing things that are larger than life. Like, right? There's no way. Yeah. I can get up on the top of a ring post yeah. and do a backflip off it onto somebody. Just like watching a a Broadway play, like it is still like performance. Exactly. And what's going yeah. on? Like yeah. I've. I listened to some interview one time on a different. It was maybe the Tim Ferriss show. He talked to yeah. whoever the wrestler is. That's um, long blonde hair. That probably doesn't hear it <laughs> is down it at a all. Girl, I uh, know uh, newer Triple H. Oh yeah, CJ Tri- yeah. Triple H is he's been around since the nineties. Okay, but anyways, yeah. we talked about his yeah. his like his routines and discipline and everything, and it was just like any other yeah, yeah. star uh, like on a stage or an yeah. athlete, yeah. and so. So no, since I've begun to kind of learn all this, my respect and just like, yeah, fascination has grown. Yeah, um, totally. And so, I think, I think the the like that word respect is like really good and and 
that's why I and a lot of people don't like using the word like fake, right? Like, yeah, it's 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 predetermined. Yeah, that's a, that's a good distinction. Yeah, fake is the word used by I think people who don't get it, and, right? Like, choose and don't totally want, to, want get to, get to not. It. Right, yeah, right. Like, don't want to take the time to realize that it's like an art form and that that's okay else. like even yeah. though it being fake doesn't like detract from you know right yeah but I just think, like that movie is fake that well shit, that's like, the it's, thing is like right it's, it's <laughs> funny that that's the like like growing up that's all i heard my mom oh it's just fake because i think some people think that they are, that arena of people is being worked over yeah or something. Exactly. like they think therefore that stuff this is, is actually sinful. Happening. Yeah, yeah exactly this, oh, this is terrible like yeah people, they're lying to you <laughs> yeah like, no it's just fun damn like, calm down yeah, yeah. Like, seriously <laughs> it's like hey uh video games are fake like they're not actually right, right you know i'm right. not actually kratos running through you know some <laughs> world murdering creatures i think said some of these guys look like kratos uh well it's funny enough it's true. there was a wrestler who uh did all the mocap for kratos um, his name was Shad Gaspard. He actually, unfortunately, passed away recently. Uh, uh, yeah. about a month. Twenty eighteen's Kratos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and oh, they, man. they modeled his body after him too. He was that buff. Wow. Yeah, I, I'd seen like pictures of him. Uh, yeah. with the kid who played Atreus. Yeah, and oh, then pa- like dang. Ronda Rousey voiced. Uh, Ronda Rousey, who is UFC, obviously. Yeah. Um, she went to. But then she wrestling. came to it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then Zelina Vega, who's another wrestler, female wrestler. They're voicing characters in the new Mortal Kombat game. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, and Ronda Rousey is actually a huge World of Warcraft player really? and uh, loves Mortal Kombat and like video games cool. in general. Um, so so since you just said that, another, sorry, before we get back to the Montreal yeah, no, I job, love this. This is great. Um, so that, that theme of athletes, stars from mm-hmm. other industries coming to WWE. Yeah. Uh, why, why is that? So it started in the 80s with the first ever WrestleMania. Um, and it was sort of like what was called the rock and wrestling connection. So like Vince McMahon. Okay. So Vince McMahon, who, who owns WWE, he took over the company from his father who at that time wrestling was territories. So like, like he had like the Northeast and then like there was an Oklahoma territory, which was mid South wrestling. There was um, like in Dallas, you had world-class championship, right? So like all of these wrestling and they were all under one umbrella called the NWA. And um, they would have, like, a traveling champion who would, like, kind of go to each territory and um, essentially make the, like, hometown heroes look good, right? And um, and in doing that, kind of bolster themselves as well as, like, this traveling And territory is where it starts getting kind of weird because totally. it's such a thing of the past and, like... Yeah. Whenever people bring up territories, even I even get like, yeah. what the heck are you talking about? So then through that, Vince McMahon, who bought his father's company from him, started expanding nationally and sort of buying these territories. So then he was the first one to have sort of this national television presence, right? And then he did this thing called the Rock and Wrestling Connection, where he brought like Cindy Lauper in right. to like the first ever WrestleMania. Right. He also had, like, I think Muhammad Ali and, like, Mr. T was in the main event, like, fighting Roddy Piper. Um, so it's all these sort of strange celebrities. But his whole idea behind bringing the celebrities in was to bolster the credibility of wrestling as a whole. Because it was viewed as such, like, a carny, quote-unquote, business and that type of thing. Right. Um, so, like, Ronda Rousey coming in. And she was actually one who did... Um, 
really good at fitting into like the wrestling mold and being a good wrestler. Or some of them come in like like recently they just had some um, of them are characters. Like yeah, definitely. Like so, so I assume when I see some of these stars come over that it has, and I'm sure it does, but a lot to do with with money, perhaps. Yeah. So like when I saw Brock Lesnar, uh, for instance, came to WWE, like he was like just the the talk, like the name yeah. of like the UFC world. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, I assumed that was kind of like moving on to next echelon. Well, so like, he actually started in WWE. Oh, back in the early 2000s. That's funny. I, I know, I did, right? I yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then he left the WWE under really, really bad terms. Um, wrestled in Japan for a little while, and then he was like, I'm done with this. I think he tried out for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, my gosh. And then <laughs> did UFC and did that thing. And then his return to WWE was that big deal, right? He's gone on and made a huge name for himself in the, in the UFC. I can't and stand Brock Lesnar. Kaylee hates Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I, I don't know anything, but like, yeah. I could see why. Yeah. From but the, but a bit of therefore, she hates him because he's a good heel. A successful a heel. heel. Um, yes. There's That's a pay-per-view. It it's so weird. We should get you to watch at some point the Royal Rumble that just happened. Royal Rumble is when like, it's a 30-man, basically 30-person yeah. match, but it starts with one person in the ring. And every every minute and a half, someone else comes. This out. sounds like a video game. Yeah, it's dude, like, it is. So and and there's always like legends who return. There's always like you never know who's coming out next. So you're like, okay, who? That's so crazy. who's coming out next? You know, it's like okay. a sort of. But this last Royal Rumble, basically, how you win is you're the last person standing. The way to eliminate people is getting them over the top rope, and both <laughs> feet have to hit the floor. So, so Brock Lesnar this year was the which first is so good. I love it. First person in the ring for uh, this Royal Rumble, and I think the first ten or fifteen people that came out as soon. So the thing that's so exciting about the Royal Rumble is because there's so much chaos happening. There are so many people in the ring, and there's so much chaos that you're trying to keep up with. That's what kind of makes it fun. On top yeah. of the fact that people are coming out every minute and a half. This year. <laughs> Every time someone came out and stepped in the ring, within 10 seconds, Brock flipped him over, like, eliminated yeah. them. And I remember just being like, why She's am I so even watching mad. this? I'm so done. Because you were upset, like, there, it wasn't fun to watch. Exactly. And I'm like, and I don't see, even like Brock Lesnar. Like, I understand other people do, but, like, for, for me. I was so annoyed. For me, it's like, oh, that's really cool because they're literally, like, that, the crowd wants to see so a good like, match. They're successfully and peeving he, her and, off. And exactly. <laughs> I was going, getting like, worked. You're mad. You're mad. You're mad. And, and then like, when oh he gosh, finally so got getting... eliminated, it was like the biggest I'll, deal. I'll put it this way. Our friend Landon went to the Royal Rumbles in Houston this year. Hmm. And there was the return of a legend who was told he was never going to be able to wrestle again. His name's Edge. He was never going to be able to wrestle. He had given up his wrestling dreams. And he returned to wrestle because of some new surgery that exists. At Royal Rumble. And is, so is this... Real? This is real. Yeah, this, so this, this is, is real. Okay. This is shoot. Yeah. yeah. So this he actually shoot. returned, right? And actually wrestled with something that everyone, nobody thought that he was ever going to come back. And no one knew he was going to come back. Right? So he comes out and everybody's like, oh my gosh, Edge is here. And he's wrestling. Like, no one thought this was possible. Landon says, as much as it pains me to say, the biggest pop or the biggest like cheer from the crowd wasn't when Edge came out. It was when Brock Lesnar got eliminated. Finally got eliminated. That's like funny. that's how effective you, he is as a heel. Nah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, let's let's get back to the, 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 sure. the Montreal screw job. Sure. Let's let's talk about this because I know you have some questions. Yeah, this this is all so helpful. Yeah, it, it helped to establish those base layers. Yes, this things is so much of kind of what's going on. I love on. this. Okay, so the Montreal screw job. 
for anyone listening, is when Bret Hart had the championship, Shawn Michaels was challenging at Survivor Series uh, 1997, November 9th, 1997, because it's my birthday, and I remember. Um, <laughs> not that I watched it live, but I just it's, I think it's interesting. So <laughs> Bret Hart was leaving the WWF at the time. They were the WWF. He was leaving to go wrestle for the WCW. So there's two different companies that were kind of warring and, like, fighting for, like – dominancy in wrestling so so this is like this isn't like a smackdown and raw comparison no. this smackdown is and like raw are both owned by wwe this is like within that pepsi, this is the this whole is like other pepsi and coke so these are actually competing yes. businesses yeah. Yeah. yes okay. so bret hart's contract competing up. competing yeah <laughs> I, I, you know you know what i meant yeah <laughs> so bret hart's contract was up and um wcw offered him x amount of money he went to Vince McMahon, who is the, the lead of WWF, and said, this is what they're offering me. Can you give me a better deal? And he said, yes, we want to keep you. He gave him a deal. Then quickly told him, hey, actually, I cannot live up to my end of the bargain. Here's our new here's our new plan. If you need to go with them, I completely understand. Because Vince McMahon is, in real life, the ultimate heel. Yes. He's actually he a supervillain. He, he is... He, so diabolical so he literally let me let me put this in perspective vince mcmahon literally has a actual t-rex skull mounted on the wall in his office that's how <laughs> super villain this guy is <laughs> like and i i can only imagine just the blurred lines in his head oh yeah of what's reality and what's exactly not. yes yes so warped and that's fascinating. yeah he, it's a whole other subject i would love a documentary from like a totally not wrestling perspective just about i him would too and like and it will only happen like, once he dies <laughs> like, yeah like literally oh. like he is so guarded i'm, that, sh- I'm sure yeah, yeah um, that's your whole thing yeah so but i would i mean that would be incredible um so like basically Bret Hart was leaving the company. Survivor Series was like the last sort of pay-per-view he was on. Now, in real life, as a shoot, Bret Michaels – or Bret Michaels, not the lead singer of Poison. Shawn Michaels <laughs> – I get that mixed up yeah, when you all totally. talk all the yeah. time. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart hated each other in real life. Okay. Right? Why? Because they had real heat. Basically, Shawn was a terrible person. Um he was really cocky and arrogant. He was like the best wrestler ever, maybe, and he knew it. Um, funny story is he later goes on, gets injured, leaves the company for a little bit, gets married, finds Christ, and is completely a different person. Wow. Yeah. Which is – his testimony is really, really cool. Interesting. But he, um, he at the time was like pretty much hated by a lot of people. In like the locker room, in right? In real life, in real life, and 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 Bret Hart was one of them. He thought he was kind of just like a twerp, mm. um, and so he just told Vince, "Listen, I don't want to drop the belt to Shawn Michaels, mm. right? Like, I don't want to drop the belt. I don't want to lose in my hometown of Montreal mm-hmm. as my last as my last match for your company." Yeah. He's like, "Let me just relinquish the belt the next night on Raw, like just hand it just over. Just hand it over. Here, here you go. Here it is. So that's the thing that yeah. happens. Okay." And um, so, so yeah. before you go yeah, any further, absolutely. Uh, okay, thanks for letting me just interrupt because no, I think you have questions I don't think jotted down. So yes, I remember the exposition of that episode where we're like yeah. meeting Brett. You know, they're like in his home looking at all the uh, yeah, yeah. Ar- uh, promo art and like titles from other things, and he's like he was kind of bragging on himself, like you know I was I was the real deal, like I was actually a world champion because I traveled the world and defended my belt. Yeah, and so I think one of my questions for you was. Like, I get that from everything we just talked about, but that sense of pride that he has, 
Like when part of his success comes from other people just determining <laughs> like you work crowds well, like yes. why is he so proud? That is like I, I understand that, that yeah. means you're a good performer, you're a good wrestler. Yeah. So that is that is the weird thing about wrestling is because mm. he has this pride of like I'm a world champion. It's like, dude, you're really re he's like one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But like, yes, someone booked you in that spot. Someone chose. It someone wrote, chose. It. They yeah. wrote you they to be wrote the your right. Name down. Yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because he was so good in the ring. Yes, but also yes because sure. of that. So I yeah. think the concept of a world traveler, like world traveling champion, is like is very much so. Like going back to the territory days where you were the NWA champion and you would travel all around mm -hmm. and defend your championship. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times you would do like 60 minute matches that no one would win. So you'd do like 60 minute like time limit draws. Yeah. Um, sort of things like that. Um, and then there is some pride in being like, you're a tough guy. You know, you're, you're, sure. Even though it's like all, sure, quote unquote fake, you're like a tough guy. Um, and so I think some of the pride that he has definitely comes from. Hey, I, I, you know, I traveled around and I, I worked my butt off for this company. Yeah, and also, I, I did maybe enough work, worked hard enough at this yeah. to like even get that make for those Absolutely. decisions to be right. made. Absolutely, for me to be the okay. Um, and so to drop your championship to this guy that you perceive to be sort of like this jerk mm -hmm. or whatever, right? Um, is definitely something that could be hard. Now, from and this is all in the documentary that you've seen, like the business perspective, like Vince McMahon's thinking, well, I can't have him leave, show up on the other company's television show with my title belt and like set on fire or something, right? Or like throw it in a trash can because that happened with the women's champion. <laughs> and they all, like made all, some statement. Yeah. And all yeah. that does is like devalue my company. Yeah. So he, him and the writers devised a plan where they were going to screw Bret Hart out of his belt, right? The screw job. And so had something like this never been done before? It like, had. Why up until, why was this so remarkable? So it had, but not up to, not in this way and not up to this point. Because the territory days, a lot of the territories had respect for one another. They wouldn't encroach, right? Mm. But when you have WWF and WCW both fighting literally for like, you know, dominance in the wrestling world, um, in terms of like success in terms on, of on TV, TV ratings yeah, yeah. viewers that type of thing like you have um like you do have this sense of like it's i have to do this now or it's never going to happen hmm. now strangely enough this whole event sparked the attitude era and like kind of sparked the um what made wwf ultimately the winner of that contest because what it did was it allowed the crowd, not for the first time ever, but in a big way, it allowed the crowd to go, wait a second, that wasn't right. He actually, like, so the idea is Shawn Michaels puts Bret Hart in his, in Bret Hart's signature move, right? Yeah, kind Bret, of an insult. Yes. Right. Bret Hart, you know, you like, if you like tap, like I give up, he does not tap. And the ref says, he taps, ring the bell. They ring the bell. And Shawn Michaels of his is declared the, the winner. Right. He tapped. Everybody saw it. He tapped. He didn't tap. And so... So Brett didn't know it was going to turn out that way. Brett, Brett, Brett had like, no idea know. that he was going to get screwed out of right. his title. He was under the understanding because he like chatted with the ref on the plane before over yeah, there. Yeah, he like, was right. under the understanding. Please. I'm going to win this match and then give up the title tomorrow night. Okay. Yes. So he got... So in screwed. the ring... He's going, okay, Sean's putting me the sharpshooter, which is Bret Hart's yeah. signature. That's cool. And then all of a sudden the bell rings and Bret has 
has lost the title. This is not exactly – this is not how this was supposed to go down. The ref yeah. and Shawn Michaels, they're gone, right? Because they don't want to get beat up by Bret Hart. And then Vince McMahon, the the clip of, like, Bret hawking a Lou Young. Yeah. Vince McMahon is, like, so gross. But Vince is there and saying, okay, like, like standing ringside going, like, yeah, I just did that. Like, what's up? And that is what created the Mr. McMahon character where he would come out on TV as a characterized version of himself to be like the evil wow. emperor, right? So I've, again, in gifts and yes, everything, of course. I've seen him out there being that character. Yes. And kind of assuming like, okay, because I get he is like the real boss, yeah. but assumed he was also. So prior to that, he was not like out and about no. being that character. There was actually a quote unquote president of WWF named Jack Tunney, who actually I don't think was held any power. But he was the figurehead on the TV show while Vincent Mann was on play-by-play commentary. So mm. Vincent Mann's talking, oh, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage has him in a you know, headlock or whatever. Not, and people didn't know, oh, this guy's the one who's actually running the whole show. Mm. Like this guy who's like doing the commentary is actually the one who's in charge and yeah. owns everything. Interesting. Here. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, and kind of to wrap up the whole uh, premise of the screw job. Yeah is it wasn't supposed to turn out that way. Yeah. Brett was supposed to have kind of his version of the happy ending, yeah. right? To like kind of put the cherry on top of his WWF career. Yeah. And he completely got that pulled out from under him in the most kind of humiliating way. He, you were put in your own submission hold. Mm. Uh, and, and then my he, theory yeah. is... Which this is where it gets really confusing. So get ready. <laughs> Strap in. Yeah, no, honestly. <laughs> and I don't know... What your opinion is, Luke, after watching all this. But <laughs> or if you even can have one. I have some <laughs> confused perspectives. My theory is it was all a work. I, to, to this so day. All of that. I was think it was a work. So yeah. there's, a, there's a group of people. And the commitment that would yes. take exactly. to stick with it. But He's literally an old man now. Exactly. And like so, by it. But he would. that's the thing is Vince would take that to his grave. So I think it's And a so would Bret Hart, because Bret Hart respects the business, quote unquote, the wrestling business so much. He's but yet but yet after the Montreal Screwjob, even though he respects the business and wants to keep it like sacred, right? Quote unquote sacred, he was the first one to call, hey, this guy screwed me out of my bill. I didn't actually lose, blah, 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 blah. So the theory is that actually what happened was Brett and Vince came up with a plan. Hey, you have to leave to WCW. I get it. It's a money thing. You help me out one last time. We're going to, quote, unquote, screw you out of the belt, right? Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen is it's going to make you look good for when you leave to go to your company because you've been screwed by this other company. Yeah, the people we're, feel bad for you. We're right. vilified. Yeah. But me, Vince McMahon, I get to become the biggest heel yeah. in wrestling. And oh so, gosh. And so that's the thing where it's like. This is some meta level. It, it is. <laughs> so it's like, is it actually a work is it a is, did bret hart know sean michaels claimed i had no idea this was going to happen i just put in the sharpshooter and, and they called yeah. the bell well then later he was like oh yeah dude i totally knew it was gonna happen so oh. did brett weird. did brett and vince come up with this idea then brett claims the rest of his life he has no idea what happens and then vince tells sean michaels and earl hebner hey we're gonna screw brett out of the title already knowing that brett know like it gets real confusing. But Jeez. when you think about it as a work, it's kind of beautiful to me. Yeah. It's no, like, for real. It, really it worked is. with lifelong commitment to exactly. like, keep to, like, to the story. Yeah. And like, that's how they the... treat the business. 
Yeah. Right. So I think it's work, but yeah, I like to I like to think it's a work, but I don't I don't know. Maybe one day we'll know. Interesting. But, uh, I don't know. So do you? I, I want to. You you said you had these questions. Do you have any? Other, yeah. Did, did, probably answer some, but let's, let me let me pull pull them up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, again, I should have done that before. No, it's all good. Um. We might have to have you on again to talk about God yeah, War, yeah, yeah, this that's, that's okay. This, the whole time, I kind of thought that might happen, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. That's fine. Yeah, I, this is super. We're still, hey, we're still and educational. Podcast, you know? Yeah, we, we mentioned God of War. That's true. Basically, I've been playing God of War, and that's like Luke's favorite video game of all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, uh, so on that episode, y'all can just we'll we'll just like deep yeah, dive. That deserves I, its yeah. own episode. I do exactly. want to know the history of God of because that's probably a series I'll never go back yeah, to. Yeah, which but, is fine. Yeah, but. Knowing some of the backstory to Kratos, yeah, would probably be good. But okay, yes. Yeah, so okay, let's... so I've I've found these questions that I took in real time yes, while watching that. Um, because at first when I started watching it, I was like, Jimmy, this seems like a really in the weeds event for you to suggest to yes. someone new to it. So what? So is. so what made you select that to tell me as a good place to start? I, I think it was actually my idea, I think, I think but I didn't yeah. know. That, I didn't think you would. Yeah, like take it take the bait well i don't know and my kind of my thinking on that was like the screw job the montreal screw job challenged all of my thoughts about wrestling because it's portrayed as like this evil like betrayal yeah but i watched that and i'm like that's a work so okay that just really sparked yeah yeah and i think i think too it's like it's hard to like think of one specific thing to like be like this is what wrestling is yeah like there are things like the like at some point i do want you to watch like the mankind undertaker hell in a cell match okay that's like a really good match but like just start like this tackles so many like base concepts of what wrestling is yeah. i mean like, we we've talked about a lot yeah, of it so totally. i guess it was a good recommendation and i think yeah I, I have never shown someone completely brand new into wrestling so this is a this is a first for me gotcha. too of like yeah. Like, what do you show someone yeah. first? So, so you answered what where the pride comes from in a yeah. worldwide champion. Yeah. Um, even when that, um, you answered how do they decide who the champions will be? You know, yes. it sounds like, uh, you know, it, it's it's yes, it's predetermined for ratings who fans like. Yeah. But um, I guess that's another question. How much is pivoted like on the fly? Like, what if a, a crowd? doesn't react the way they think it will so and they had like yeah. a whole the whole rest of the match was kind of scheduled to go one way but they're not into it so mm-hmm. they've they've done that before um like i think the one i can think of is like brock lesnar and this guy named roman reigns were fighting and roman was supposed to win and then on the fly vince was like nope brock lesnar needs to stay champion like so in the match right in, like the match is going on and so what they do oh wow vince is in gorilla position so it's basically like the production like office that's right backstage Gorilla and position. he talked yeah i know right it's like so intense Gorilla it's position. so masculine all of yeah. wrestling is ridiculously masculine yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he basically tells the, the refs all have headsets um, so he tells the ref brock's going over basically brock's going to win okay and so then the ref will like say that to the wrestlers in the ring so and they'll, they'll go they'll kind of like, like accordingly to that yeah so like if a wrestler like if brock had sold something is on the ground like making his scene like how he's so yeah. hurt the ref might come up to him and to act like he's checking on like, him and be like hey you're gonna win yeah and then oh, he's man. gonna have to communicate yeah. that to roman oh, wow so and the wrestlers are constantly talking to each other that's the thing that you, uh, okay. you, if you look for and you can see like 
I forget which pay-per-view it was, but one of them, there's a female wrestler named Becky Lynch, and, like, literally, she's going up, and you can hear her. She, like, jumps up on the rope, and she, like, looks back, and she, you can hear, audibly hear her go, back elbow. Meaning, this is what I'm doing next. Uh-huh. So that's how that's they, cool. like, yeah. choreograph that whole thing, which is really cool. Gosh, those, those kind of pivots. As someone who, like, yeah. plans things in, like, a, a video production way for my career, it sounds so stressful. Oh, yeah. Like they're changing stuff, well, and like, and the oh other thing gosh. that you will love when you end up going to a show live, the production of the show is insane. Oh, I bet. because it's live. Yeah. So here's a live three-hour television show from an arena. Yeah. Every Monday night. Oh my god. With pyro, with video wall, with lighting, music. with music, with like, th- think about all the production cues. Dude, like it's like a it's that's stressful. The the production setup is just like this massive rig. It's yeah. it's, it's insane. I bet. Um, but okay. yeah, so that's uh, I, that answers. So that so pivoting bit. does happen. It does, but it doesn't always happen. A lot of times, like it'll happen over weeks. So like mm. Becky Lynch is one who Becky Lynch was a heel and Charlotte Flair was a face. Right, these two wrestlers who were best friends. Becky attacked Charlotte, turned heel. Well, the crowd started really getting behind Becky and be like, we love Becky, you know, chanting chanting Becky. And they went with, like, Becky not being a face for a while, even though everybody loved her. Mm -hmm. Well, then eventually they were like, well, we kind of have to do this and we have to make Mm -hmm. Becky the good crowd, right? Yeah. Or Kofi Kingston. Uh, There's a guy named Kofi Kingston who he was like a last minute replacement after someone got actually injured in real life. Mm -hmm. And everybody cheered him, and so they let him go on and win the championship at WrestleMania last year. Um, so it's kind of it, – it, it happens, but it's just – it's sort wow. of weird. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the crowd yeah. really likes someone, and they and they don't. Yeah. They don't get pushed to be a champion. Okay. So – okay, so we talked about scenarios like, like Brett and Sean actually having beef with each other in real yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. How often does that happen? I think less now. Okay. But back in the day when – I'll say there are lots of um, steroids and <laughs> drug use. Uh, I think tensions probably ran high for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely think that um, nowadays it's like a much more relaxed culture. Yeah. Um, they actually there's they actually play a lot of video games backstage. Huh. Funnily enough, um, there's a whole YouTube channel that's like one of the guys will have like wrestlers on and like they'll be like let's play you know Street Rage Four. Or that's whatever. funny. Like, it's pretty entertaining. Okay, so 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 few and far between. So yeah. when that is happening, I imagine the wrestling world likes it. Like that's entertaining. I think, I think so. so. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. like depending on if it's like if it goes too far, then you're like, okay, I sure. think everybody chill out. But sure. right. for the most part, yeah, it's like really, it's like really fun to be like, oh, they actually like don't really like each other all that much yeah. or whatever. Or if there's like a because this happens too is like sometimes there's like a couple in wrestling and. Um, like a romantic couple, yeah, like a romantic oh. couple, right? And like the, you know, let's say like the, the, the guy is a face and the girl is a heel, mm-hmm. and like they don't fight each other, but let's say like the girl is like a manager or a valet to another wrestler, and then mm-hmm. so her like wrestler that she's coming out with is fighting her husband or something like, mm. like so that's kind of fun too, of just <laughs> yeah. like, oh man, it's just like, drama, yeah, like this yeah, is like it is a part real, so this is a real life thing, yeah, oh it makes totally. sense, but that's honestly that's something that. WWE does more than eventually we'll get you to watch some like AEW which yeah. I enjoy AEW more than WWE. Absolutely. But WWE 
they really like to go for the cheesy drama yeah. stuff. Okay. And AEW is just more like crazy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just yeah. like crazy. Just insane stuff happens. Okay. Totally. So, yeah. I know. I know. Like I said, it's a lot of information. No, no, that's like, okay. This is. These are all things I have. I, I think, for my questions regarding to that. Okay, quick one. Being double crossed. What does that mean? That's a Jimmy question. So double crossed is basically like, um, like, Bret Hart. Like, okay, Vince so, finally goes like, okay, you're right, Bret. I'm not going to take the championship away from you. And then. But then he back did. on him. Then he like goes back on him and, and so, actually does like it. so being screwed. Like, yeah, we keep yeah, saying yeah. that's synonymous with. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. How did this incident make the fourth wall fall? Like they keep saying. Okay, so as it previously hadn't yeah. before that. Well, so it it that's the thing that's so funny is it totally had. There are yeah. multiple things going back to like the 1920s of people knowing that wrestling is fake. Yeah, you know, when. or predetermined, and. Like, one of them was, like, two wrestlers who were, like, in this, like, blood feud um, were caught, like, with marijuana in their car, and they were driving together to the next wrestling show. Um, and that was a thing in the newspaper. I was like, well, why are they together, like, hanging out and, like, partying? Hey, because, they hate each other. Because they hate each other. Right. Like, just tried to kill each other last week. Right. You know? um, and then there was an incident called the Curtain Call, which was two wrestlers were leaving to go to um, WCW. And two wrestlers were staying. One was Shawn Michaels. So it's Shawn Michaels and Triple H were staying. And then Kevin Nash and um, Scott Hall were leaving. And so after a show at Madison Square Garden, they all came out to the ring, even though in that group there were people who fought and hated mm-hmm. each other. And they all hugged and waved to the crowd goodbye. Right? That was their last show before they go into this WCW. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's called the curtain call, and like that was like, oh, they actually like each other, like oh, like yeah. wall breaking. With this, I think it was the first time, like one of the first times in really big public display, like everyone who's into wrestling is watching this pay per view, mm-hmm. sees Vince McMahon, the owner of this company, actually f- screw Bret Hart out of his title, right. like actually do it. Um, gotcha. And that's the kind of the crazy. So it was part, just I in think. a big like kind of real way to yeah. being I mean it's okay. one of the biggest like there's four big pay-per-views every year yeah um, great transition my next question so I've heard yeah. of like Wrestlemania heard of Rumble yes. something so so the four big ones are Royal Rumble yeah. Wrestlemania uh, uh, SummerSlam and Survivor Series okay there's like the four big ones is Money in the Bank not in that it's not one oh. of the big four and then the model they've gone to now which is way too many pay-per-views is they do one a month one of those events a One month? of those events a month. Oh, wow. So not only on top of all of your television that you have, right? The like 17 hours of TV that you watch a week. <laughs> once a, a month on a Sunday night, there is a pay-per-view. And those are like typically four to five hours? Four or to five. Wow. Or if you're WrestleMania, you like do eight to nine hours. Oh, my um, Atlanta. So like this year, WrestleMania was broken up over two days, which was very nice. Because uh, of the pandemic. Because of the pandemic, yeah. there's no crowd. Yeah. And oh. then last year, though, it was literally like, okay, like we're going to get together and watch WrestleMania. We started at like 11, 11 and didn't. So is that just like, that's not one big nine. match. Correct? No, no that's there's, just back to back to back. Yeah. Matches. Matches. Yeah. There's multiple matches that go throughout that. But you have a three hour TV show on Monday nights. And so like the first 20 minutes is set, setting up one thing and then mm. the next 10 is another thing. And then you have a little match and then you have, right. Like, 
So it all is broken up. No, they don't do like right. one big eight hour. So so there's all these events, the four big ones. Yeah. When is like the the big belt like? Is so, that is that like passed around at every event? Yes. So there's usually like so the the way that titles work. Titles. Yeah. So it's okay. This is where it's confusing too. With W, I'm just talking WWE here. <laughs> so you have Raw and you have SmackDown. Yeah. So Raw has a has the what they call the WWE Championship, and SmackDown has the Universal Title. Those are like the two big main titles, right? So each show, each show within the same network has their own yes. title belt. So you have Raw, you have the Universal, and you have the WWE. Then you have the mid card belt. So you have the U- United States Championship and the Intercontinental Championship. Okay, I know it's so. Great. This sounds just. <laughs> it sounds insane, right? So gamey. I it know. is. It's, but that's what it is. It's, but it's awesome for that reason. Yeah. Like it's. This is what it is. Yep. So then you have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, and you have the Raw Tag Team Championship. Then you have the women's, the SmackDown women's belt, the SmackDown or the Raw women's belt. Then you have the the women's, women's tag, team. tag team, which travel between brands. Which is a new. That's a newer new, belt. A newer belt. Then you have NXT. You have the NXT champion. You have the North American champion. And then you have the NXT tag team championships. So at any point in time on these shows, any of these belts are getting defended. At like WrestleMania, every belt gets defended pretty much. And then there's storylines that don't have anything to do with a championship. So they just rely on the drama. Yeah, so like last... Like last Sunday was a pay per view called Backlash, and so you had um, multiple championships getting defended, and then you also had the main event, which was um, Randy Orton Edge in what they were touting as the greatest the greatest wrestling match of all time. Like this was this thing, you know, this big thing, um, and so like that had nothing to do with the championship. That had just more to do with you know these two people hate each other or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So okay. That's pretty much, uh, man. The screw job plus a lot more wrestling. Yeah, yeah. that's a bunch of wrestling. Well, that's it. No, this this is yeah, great to again. There's no good place to go to find some of those oh. answers. Right. I've tried to on my own. The internet's a big place. The lines of kayfabe and not are just like blurry. Yeah. It's tough to find again the entry points to kind of get what's going on so that I can fully appreciate it. Yes, yes. Now, that's the hard part. Um, like if you want to fall like. Like, do you go back and watch old stuff, or do you try to yeah. follow? Because if you want to follow current day storyline, it's just too much of a commitment nowadays. Yeah, like I just can't, I can't devote almost any time to that much wrestling. Like, I know, I love wrestling. Don't get me wrong, but like, I can't watch a three hour show every week. Yeah, nor can I watch a three hour, a two hour, <laughs> two. That's one company. Then you go to other companies, right? And so it's like, oh, this company has a two hour show every Wednesday night too. Well, yeah. Let's watch that too because that's really good. Or you know, whatever. So it's a lot. It gets so, to be a lot. So perhaps I I know we're getting like up there in time yeah, to like oh, the wrestling this. topic, but uh, this might be a good one to wrap it up. I don't know. It's okay. up, it's up yeah. to you. But what? So all all of that now the the action step. Like where okay. do, where does one go? Where do you go to, to different networks? Different sh- like yeah. everything. Again, we live in this day and age where like yeah, you don't do cable. So like where. Totally. Like, how do you, besides the screw job, like, okay, I, I, I there's think, my history slash yes. context. I think now the, what? I now think, what? I think <laughs> the best thing to do is to, like, as someone who's going to be a quote-unquote casual fan or 
even how have, dare you? Even I know, right? <laughs> or even a more hardcore Filthy fan. Casual. No, come on. <laughs> even a more hardcore fan, like because this is what I have like kind of gotten myself into because I can't keep up with every time. Like I'll watch most of the pay per views if I find it interesting, like the the card, the match card. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's something I would like to watch. So like, we'll sit down on Sunday night and we'll you know watch that or whatever. Sometimes we have friends over to watch, you know, whatever kind of strikes our fancy. Um, I would say like going to like the WWE's YouTube page mm. is actually really good because they'll have best ofs mm. and they'll have like craziest moments that had to do with cars or you know whatever like yeah videos. And I think those things are good. And then finding like, okay, I've watched, you know, some YouTube. Here is this guy that I actually really kind of relate. To. I like this wrestler. Every time I see him, I'm, I'm interested. I, mm-hmm. I like what he's doing. Uh, maybe I like the way he does a pr- promo or I like the way that he, you know, wrestles or whatever. And then I think that the step kind of like from that is finding like full matches so you find like a match that you're like, okay, this is like a full match that he did at a pay-per-view or on a TV show. Okay. So then you want to know like the storyline. Okay. What's the build up to this match? And then you kind of just build it from there. Right. Um, but I think that the best way is to like find a wrestler that you like. If That's kind of what you did. Yeah. I mean, I, I... yeah. Kit, as, as someone who didn't like less time to, to get to know it and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did your um, start look like of how the heck to <laughs> right. I, I like mostly just followed his lead. Yeah. But on my own in AEW, there's a tag team called the young bucks. They are my favorite wrestlers of all time. I think you would like them a lot. Yeah. I just watched a lot of their YouTube stuff. Um, cause they even have a YouTube show that they do. And honestly, I'm a big person. I like personality over character, I guess. So I like, following the people's real life stories and seeing what they have overcome and gone through as a human being. And that leads me to like them as a wrestler. Hmm. So I actually will watch their documentaries. Um, Yeah. That's another good one. And do most have documentaries made? So on, on the network, there's a WWE network, but you can probably find it some other places. They'll, the, the network will have documentaries for certain wrestlers. So like, Here's an R. There's a wrestler named R. Truth. Here's his documentary, yeah. and it kind of is him talking about his story and getting into wrestling. I really love that kind of stuff. The wrestling is a bonus for me at that yeah, point. Yeah. I love their stories. Cool. So, um, yeah. Cool. I know you are very deep and intentional, so that might be something <laughs> that you like. To, yeah, totally. Would like to do too. Huh. So yeah. And then obviously, reach out to us because we. Oh, we, you, you know it. We we know it. <laughs> and I think I think it would be fun. Like. Um, to to do like a if you and or you and Maddie wanted to come over and yeah. like be like we're gonna show you some of our favorite like wrestling yeah. things like I don't oh, know man. how into that idea everyone is but that's always like my favorite is like yeah come over let's watch like an hour or sure. so of just like cool things that have happened and yeah. maybe the next thing you should watch is the resurrection of Jake the Snake I think you'd really yeah. like that and oh, that is that really... on Netflix. Um, I, I sounds familiar. We sounds will familiar. find out how to get it okay. to you. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, specific to the network, but that really, whenever I was on the edge of is wrestling stupid or not, basically, <laughs> I watched the resurrection and I was like, I'm a mark. I, oh wow! <laughs> so um, that's cool. Yeah, it's a good one. And also, I will say while Jimmy's finding that when we have guests on, we 
this is a special episode, but we like to talk about your video game history. Oh. So we will have you back to, yeah. to dive oh. into your video game yes. history. That'd be cool. And um, this was we'll like make a, sure a, that a that special happens. wrestling episode. Yeah, yeah because we, we've been meaning for this to, to happen. Totally. And so that's cool. It can be a little like, yeah, one-off. Yeah, of absolutely. Yeah. But we'll definitely have you back on to talk about what the podcast is exactly video games. Now, that, video games. that'd be great but it's um, been fun to do this as like a, yeah. a unique episode with a yeah with a i would consider you like one of our newer like a new friend yeah do a special oh, episode. so yeah absolutely I like that. totally yeah well thank you guys again absolutely do you have any plugs any shout outs you want to give or anything like that um not not at this time, not this time. but may, may, maybe bit. next time when there it's, you go when fair, it's, we talk games I, fair I'll enough think about it. yeah um thanks well you can Follow us on Instagram at DateBitPodcast, D, the number eight bit podcast. Yep. You can email us at DateBitPodcast at gmail.com. Luke has sent us an email. Luke has sent us an email, which was great. Be like Luke. Yeah, send us emails. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm, I'm getting lost in like the time yes. lines uh-huh. of when and uh, did, did it get read? Yeah. It did, yeah. It oh, did. cool. I haven't, yeah. Actually, I haven't heard that one yet. It took up like most of that episode. Oh, yes. Man. It was so pre- we, that entire episode was pretty that. much emails. Cool. Um, well, I'm excited so. to, to hear it. It was really cool. And then, um, yeah, that's this week's episode about wrestling. And we don't have a sign-off. So, like, yeah. I was on a podcast where they had a sign-off, and I for, I didn't know what the sign-off was, so I was mm. that person. So we, we don't, don't have, have a one. sign-off. How, so. how about you guys give, like, your your best either wrestler impression oh, or, like, no. thing. Just, like, <laughs> say something funny like we that. We can do a too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. Oh, what? Is that, that was it? really bad. I we don't know just, what we're doing. One, two, three, <laughs> too sweet. Okay. One, two, three, too, too sweet. sweet.